Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Settling is not an option for Everything me. I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? <laughs> because every day is for the girls. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alerio. And today we are talking about masculine versus feminine energy. I am really excited for this one. I love this topic. I love the psychology and the science behind this topic. If you have been following me for at least a few months now, you may have seen the reel that I posted back in June. It went pretty viral And for people who don't understand this topic and don't understand the difference between masculine and feminine energy, it definitely ruffled some feathers because people would much rather just be trolls on social media than actually just do a quick Google search and see if there's any credibility to what I'm saying. And I'm actually going to play the reel for you guys right now. I'd like you guys to hear it before I continue this episode and explain everything. So let me play this real quick. The reason why alpha females who embrace their masculine energy stay single longer is very simple. We need a man who has even stronger masculine energy, so much so that it overpowers our masculinity, or we're just going to get bored easily and lose interest quickly. Because when a woman is super independent that she does every single thing by herself, it's going to take a man to come in and provide for her in ways that nobody else ever had or can in order for her to let him take care of her. 
I'm going to break this all down in a minute, but that was the reel that I had posted that really inspired me to not necessarily start this podcast, but it actually inspired me to say like, I want to talk about this more in depth somewhere. Like I want to have a platform to speak about this topic. And so now that I have this podcast, I am not wasting time to hop on the opportunity to do that. So first things first, it is important, very important, honestly vital to understand that both male and female human beings have both masculine and feminine energy. Masculine energy does not equate to male and feminine energy does not equate to female. Neither one belong to a gender. Both male and female have both. Everyone has both energies. Now that I have made that crystal clear, let's go over all the versions of both energies. Before we get into this topic in more detail and more explanation, I want you guys to fully understand the traits and the characteristics of each energy. The masculine energy is the action energy. This is the doer, the protector, the initiator. Masculine energy is all about producing, thinking, asserting, creating. Okay, this is the confident, logical, focused, and strong energy. Whereas the feminine energy is the emotional energy. The feminine is the receiver, the intuitive, the listener. This energy is all about comforting, allowing, feeling, and caring. Okay, feminine energy is the nurturing, effortless, empathetic, vulnerable energy. Now, there are, of course, toxic versions of both energies. So the toxic, wounded masculine energy is controlling, aggressive, egotistical, and maybe even abusive. And the toxic, wounded feminine energy is insecure needy, codependent, and is often in the victim mentality. Now that you understand both of these energies, I am sure you can pinpoint which traits you have of both sides. I'm sure right now hearing that you're like, oh, that makes sense. I'm this, but I'm also that. I am the action taker, but I'm also vulnerable. I'm also empathetic, you know? So everybody has both. So I'm sure you guys can look right now and, and figure out between you, your partner, you'll know which traits you have, which traits he or she has. For me, I am a female who has really strong masculine energy. Sometimes it overpowers my feminine energy. And it's something that I am becoming more and more and more hyper aware of. I'm very, very self-aware. So I am working on that because... I consider myself to be an alpha female, like you heard me say in that reel, because of this, almost to a fault. Because sometimes I would much rather be the light, submissive, receptive, divine feminine. For me, and for any other alpha-like masculine energy type of women who get me, I try at least to make it a point to navigate my masculine energy only into my professional life and my feminine energy only into my personal life. When it comes to work and really when it comes to all aspects of my life, 
I am a huge action taker. I am very assertive. I just provide for myself. I've always been like that and I'm totally okay with that in my work life because it gets me ahead of the game. However, when it comes to dating, I am so far opposite that I would consider myself behind. You know, professionally, I'm ahead. Personally, I'm behind. Because of my masculine energy, basically, it's made me attract a lot of partners with feminine energy, and that just simply won't work for me. So I'm going to give you guys two examples of a potential partner who is in their feminine energy rather than in their masculine energy. I'm going to relate this to a man, and I'm going to say he because I'm straight. I'm, this is a heterosexual example, but take this as you wish. It doesn't matter what gender your partner is or potential partner is. You could flip the narrative your own way. I'm just going to refer to a guy right now. So these are two examples of a guy who is in his femininity rather than in his masculinity. One, if you haven't heard from him and you call him out, and he says something like, well, the phone works both ways. Yuck. No. Ew. Gross. That's him trying to receive, aka that's him embracing his femininity and making no effort on doing, making no effort on providing, making no effort on taking action. I don't like a man who expects me to call. I like a man who is high effort. I like a man who makes the effort to call me. I like a man who wants to provide, wants to take the action, not sits back and waits to receive from me. Number two, if a guy asks you to quote, quote, I'm making air quotes with my fingers right now, you guys can't see. If a guy asks you to hang out without a set plan, without a time and a place, like he doesn't just say, what are you doing Friday at eight? I would love to take you here. You know, a guy who's like, oh, we should hang out sometime, but ask you where you want to go. Gross again. Or a guy who just says he's bad at making plans. Again, gross, no effort. So a guy who's asking to see you without actually making a plan to see you or asks where you want to go or tells you he's bad at making plans. Major, major, major red flag to me. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life, and no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help H E L P dot com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. 
Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. I also want to give the ultimate, ultimate masculine energy example. Now, I know I have high standards, but I'm not delusional. I'm not expecting this to happen to me. I'm not expecting a huge celebrity with a private jet. But one of my favorite celebrity relationship type stories, and I'm not really into celeb info, but I heard this on TikTok and I was like, oof, now that is a man. That is masculine energy is Joe Manganiello and Sofia Vergara, who are now married, how they got together. So apparently she had been previously engaged and they, Joe and Sophia had met at a party or something like that. And then her engagement got called off and it made public news. And the minute that he found out that she was now single, she was also not even in LA. She was in like New Orleans, I think he said, filming a movie or filming a show. And he got her number and he flew out to New Orleans to take her out. She had said like, oh no, it's okay. Like you could wait, we could wait until I get home. Like, don't worry about it. You know, we could go out, whatever. And he was like, oh no, no, no. Like I want to take you out and I'm not waiting. I'm not getting in line. I'm not letting anybody else get in front of me knowing that you're single now, knowing that you're off the market. I am coming to take you out. And he flew to New Orleans and he took her out. And like I said, I'm not expecting this, but the point is, is that it exists. This masculine energy that just takes action and knows what it wants and is just that strong energy. They go after it. They provide and they will get what they want. So that's an extreme version, like I said. But even in smaller examples, this is the type of energy that at least I like <laughs> in a guy. I love that masculinity. It is in the nature of a man and his masculine. Again, I'm speaking heterosexually. This could be for whoever, but it's in the nature of someone in their masculine energy, in this case, a man and his masculine energy, to be the decision maker. Like I said, I'm a huge action taker. So I can tell you for a fact, when I am in my masculine, it is just in my nature to get shit done. I do not wait for anyone to do it for me. So when it comes to the romantic side, for me to fall for a man means his masculine energy has to be at that level. 
it has to be way more overpowering than mine. Otherwise, I'm going to feel like I'm the divine masculine rather than feeling like the divine feminine. If I have to be the provider in all aspects of my life, then I'm never going to be able to receive. I'm never going to be able to be the nurturer. I'm always going to be stuck being the action taker. Okay, so a woman like me in her masculine tends to stay single longer because of this. We don't necessarily want to take care of everything by ourselves, but we operate better alone than we do by having to take care of both ourselves and a man. I will take care of a man in the feminine aspect. I will be the nurturer, comfort. I will be the listener. I will be the intuitive. I will be the embracer. I will be there for him emotionally and lovingly. And it is part of that role in the feminine energy to be the biggest cheerleader and the biggest support and that person's sanity, really. You are the person that brings them ease. That is the role of the divine feminine. Again, whether it belongs to a man or a woman is not the point, but that is the femininity that we provide, really. That is providing. Now, I don't want to have to tell a man how to treat me. So that is why women, you know, who relate to me tend to stay single longer because if, if he doesn't provide, we won't ask. We would rather stay single until someone just knows how to provide properly, whether that be financially, emotionally, deeply, in fun, easy ways. It doesn't matter. There are all different layers to providing. And the divine masculine will just know how to provide for the divine feminine without being asked. And I'm going to give one last example when it comes to attracting the right romantic partner for you. If you are wanting to be in your divine feminine and you are seeking a partner in their divine masculine, one important thing to note, anyone in their masculine energy is never going to ask anyone in their feminine energy what they bring to the table, meaning like, job, degree, anything like that. So I'm going to speak heterosexually again. A man seeking the divine feminine partner is never going to ask a woman, what do you bring to the table? And he's never going to care what car she drives, what degree she has, what job she has, how much money she has. He will not care at all. He will be seeking a partner who he can trust, who can comfort him, who will listen to him, who will be vulnerable with him. That is the divine feminine partner that a divine masculine is seeking. Be aware of those men who are in that feminine energy that are looking for a partner who provides. What do you bring to the table? What does it matter what I bring to the table? That's not my role, okay, as a feminine. When you are being sought after, you will know what that what that potential partner is looking for in their partner. It'll be made super clear, you know, depending on whether it's the questions that they ask you or the tone that they set or the way that they say certain things. Or you could even just straight up ask them, what are you looking for in a partner? What what is a priority to you? What is a deal breaker for you? What does what are the qualities, traits and characteristics that your ideal partner has to have. And you can pay very close attention to the things that they 
you know, are looking for in a partner. And you'll know if they are looking for someone to provide, then they are looking for someone in their masculine, not their feminine. So now, of course, you want to have a good balance of both of the energies, you know, like I said, I definitely embrace my masculinity, but I'm also working on embracing my femininity more. So I'm not saying I want to only have one, not the other, you're going to have a balance of both. So if you feel like you are really strong in one and not the other, and you are becoming more self aware of wanting to balance it out here are some tips and ways that you can embrace both masculinity and femininity. So let's dive into the masculine partner first. One, support the feminine partner, whether it's by respecting their hustle, asking questions about it, asking questions about what they're up to, showing interest in it, or even providing financially. If they have no hustle, you're literally showing them I support you no matter what your life looks like and you provide for them. Now, also on providing, number two, provide security. Make them feel safe and protected by you, whether that's emotionally, physically, mentally, and yes, financially, whatever it is, by showing and voicing how much you value them. The feminine partner needs to feel cherished by the masculine partner. Let them know how valuable this partnership, this relationship, or even this friendship is to you. Number three, lead the relationship by courting them, showing them romance. You know, that's a really big, important thing to keep the spark going and to keep them feeling pursued. Number four, be a problem solver, be an I got it type of person, which really requires developing your mind and being thoughtful. Thoughtfulness is key to being that I got it problem solving type of person. And number five, do favors for them. This is kind of like the acts of service type of love language. Little favors, big favors, help alleviate stress or help alleviate a really busy day where they have a lot of things to do and just offer to help and to do the favor for them. Now, for the feminine partner, one, allow the masculine to provide for you. Allow them to help you even with the little things like saying, oh, could you pass me this plate? Or would you be able to pick up my dry cleaning on your way home? It's really important to allow yourself to receive. Don't be like, oh, I could just do it myself. Just allow the masculine to provide for you. I know if you're anything like me, you're like, it's better off if I just do it myself. It'll get done faster. But just sit back, relax, accept, accept it, you know, allow it. Number two, be more open hearted and open minded to conflict resolution and forgiveness. Not everything and everyone needs to be cut off the first time it goes wrong which leads to my next point. This leads to number three, make room for open and clear communication. Ask questions, voice your feelings, your needs, your concerns. This open dialogue is how you will be able to pinpoint number two by having that conflict resolution, having more forgiveness, so on and so forth. Number four, show empathy. Don't just feel bad for your masculine partner, but be in the moment with them and feel with them. If they're having a bad day, 
don't just feel sorry for them, but use your compassion to make their day brighter. Get creative and be, you know, as loving as you possibly can. And number five, show the masculine affection. This is your nurturing side. Even if it's just holding their hand or touching their arm when they're speaking to you, you know, just a little like embrace, maybe your knees touch, like show that kind of affection, really be there with them. Really make sure that they can feel through your touch that you are affectionate and that you are listening and that you care and that you are here in this moment and enjoying this with them. And yes, if you're, you know, in a relationship, whether it be a kiss, a hug, anything like that. And like I said, I am becoming more and more self-aware on this and I am working on this because I know that you will attract the opposite of what you are. If you are all in on your masculinity, you are going to attract feminine partners. If you are all in on your femininity, you are going to attract masculine partners. That is just how it works. And aside from the romantic side of it, trust me when I say you will be able to identify right away at this point when you talk to anyone, whether it's romantic, completely platonic, friends, family, male, female, anyone, you will know which energy that they are embracing. When they are talking to you about their current romantic situation, their friend situation, their work situation, now that you know the difference between these two and what it really means, you will be able to identify what every single person is embracing in their energy, in their daily life. Okay, let's get into some submissions. I'm really just going to pinpoint on one of them. I had a lot of people kind of repeat the same sort of thing, which is super crazy that so many women deal with the same thing with men. So this girl wrote saying, I feel like I'm so quote, quote, I hate men because of toxic masculinity. Like I know what I want, but I have this wall up because I'm so used to guys with an ego commitment issues and make me feel insecure. I don't know how to get past that and open up to dating again. And then, like I said, I actually had a lot of other girls write in like that their ex was really toxic with his masculinity, their current boyfriend, whatever else and what have you about toxic masculinity. So this whole ego commitment issues made me feel insecure. It is that almost abusive, toxic, masculine energy that wants you to feel like he is superior to you. It's like those guys that make a move on you and then even as respectfully as you can be, even when you decline respectfully, letting them know that you're not interested, then they start being rude to you. You know, Then they start insulting you to make sure you know, oh, I didn't even want you anyway, that type of thing. Like that is that wounded ego. When you walk around with this I hate men persona, like this energy, yeah, you're not going to attract a man in his divine masculine because you are showcasing now a wounded feminine energy. Now you are showcasing that insecure victim mentality feminine energy. And I get it because now you have this wall up that is not allowing you to receive Because you're really trying to protect yourself. You're trying to protect your energy. So now 
you're blocking anybody from providing for you. So like I said, I get that. But it's like fighting fire with fire. You're fighting wounded, toxic masculinity with wounded, toxic femininity. Now, like you said, you know what you want, but you're so used to X, Y, and Z. So you're putting up that insecure victim mentality as a defense mechanism. And the same way your divine feminine can point out a toxic masculine from a mile away, the way that you're like, I'm so sick of these guys. I already know this one is going to be like that. This one is going to be like that. The way that you can point out that toxic masculinity, the divine masculine can point out toxic femininity. You have to make sure that you play devil, devil's advocate and put yourself in both shoes because you're not going to attract what you want because what you want is the divine masculine, but the divine masculine is see, seeing your toxic feminine. So I hope that that helped answer your question. Just be more open to receiving. I don't really have a specific tangible on like, here's what you need to do, but I am telling you what you need to not do and you need to not decide that every man is going to be like that. Don't wear an I hate men freaking hat, you know, don't tattoo it to your forehead. Let people know what your intentions are. As long as you just make it clear what you want, you will be able to shoo away what you don't want and receive exactly what you do want. That just about wraps up today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of For the Girls. I will see you guys next week. Until next time, girls. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together, we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 